Welcome to the Teaching with Inquiry live podcast replay, fitting it all together to make inquiry-based learning accessible, practical, and fun for both teachers and their students. Here's your host from madlylearning.com, Patty Firth. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Teaching with Madly Learning. Today, we are going to talk about books, particularly picture books, but really these are referring to any books that we, or any reading material that we are reading in our classroom. That's what I want to talk about. I want to challenge you to think about the books and the literature that you select in your room as fitting into three separate categories. Number one, are they windows? Are they mirrors? or are they prisms? My name is Patty and I am a teacher here in Ontario, Canada. And every week we have a new video that comes out for teachers in the junior grades. And it is our hope that through these videos, we are able to simplify your teaching and to make it more fun and engaging for you and your students. So again, we are going to be talking about the books we are picking and specifically trying to increase the amount of literature that we are using that fall into the windows, mirrors, and prisms category. Now, these began, the classifying of books into mirrors, windows, and prisms began with Rudine Sims Bishop in her essay, Windows, Mirrors, and Sliding Glass Doors. Now, the concept of prisms I've seen added by Uma Krishnawami, and she added the concept of prisms. So we're going to go through these three concepts, and then I'm going to share with you some of the books that I have in my own collection that I think fit really well into these categories. The first books we're going to talk about are going to be mirrors. Now, mirrors are the types of books that reflect the students that are in our classroom. We do, and we've always wanted to refined literature that reflects the students in our classroom. It should reflect their culture, their heritage, their lived experiences. Students should always be able to see themselves in the books they read in their classroom. We need to make sure that our classroom libraries are full of mirror type books and that we make sure that these mirrors are current mirrors, not just mirrors of historical significance. So that means that we make sure that we have books where the main character reflects them and it's in a current updated context as well as in a historical context. That not every book that we have or present presents issues in a historical context. That we have books that are contemporary characters solving contemporary issues in our classroom library and the books that we're reading for our modeled, shared, guided, and independent texts that reflect the lived experiences of the students in our classroom. We want to make sure that the books that are in our classroom libraries represent all students in our room, including Black, Indigenous, and people of color, as well as LGBTQ2S plus students. All of these lived experiences should be represented in not only in our classroom libraries, but also in the texts that we choose to read for our modeled, shared, guided, and independent activities that we use as teachers. 
We can also seek books that have different lived experiences by the characters and make sure they represent the complexity of families that our students are from. That they are not just representing your typical middle class nuclear family, that we have a variety of family types represented in the stories we read as well. When choosing books, some of the questions we should be asking ourselves to determine if we have enough mirror books are whose reality is presented in this book, whose lived experience, whose perspective is missing. Especially if it's a historical book or a book about a historical topic, we want to make sure that we're not just presenting one point of view, that we are looking at those historical concepts from multiple points of view. And certainly, there may be people that might be upset that we have books in our classroom that reflect different families and reflect different religious values, reflect different lived experiences. But what we have to remember is it is our job to present material that reflect our students. We need to uphold the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. If it is legal and if it is a protected right, in the country, then we need to be able to present that and present that equitably in our classrooms. Individual religious values or restrictions that may be there need not come into play when deciding what books we read. We need to be reading texts with our students that reflect the diversity which is in our community and our country, as well as respecting that all people's rights matters when they are protected by the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. For me, I like The Paperboy as an example of a great mirror book. This is a very simple story about a boy who goes on a paper route, shows responsibility, and does what he needs to do even though it's hard. The character in this story is black. And I like to read this story because it has nothing to do with his race. The character in this story and in many other stories are books where it's not about their race. This book has nothing to do about race or race relations. However, for some of my students, this is a mirror because they see themselves represented in the book. And being able to read books about characters that look like my students is important. Because not every book they read should be books where they the characters in the story look like me. So yes, intentionally, I do look for books that have diversity in their characters and make sure that some of the books that we are choosing have the diversity in characters where the story and the plot isn't always about the diversity of the character. I love this series about grace and there's Amazing Grace, Boundless Grace. I really like this book because it talks about Grace and her family. She is raised by her mother and her grandmother. Again, a different family composition and she goes to visit her dad. And her dad lives in another country and she has to learn about his country and where he comes from, where she comes from, and understanding that some families live far apart and they have different ways of living. Once again, my students can see themselves reflected in this book, but again, it's not necessarily about the character's race. It's more about her family. And this is an important way to allow our students to see themselves represented in the books that we read. 
Now, the second type of book that we should be picking are going to be windows. Now, window books are important because we might not have diverse student population in our classroom, or we might have students that have a restricted, limited experience with different types of cultures and lived experiences. So we want to not only provide mirrors that reflect our students, but we also want to have books that provide windows. Windows into other countries, other cultures, other places, other lived experiences. We want to make sure that the books that we are selecting, that our students are going to read, are going to make them think. It allows a window book, allows students to look into the space that they might not be aware of. Look into children's lived experiences from around the world, not just in a North American perspective. Looking at different lived experiences from both the dominant culture and the non-dominant culture. We can have our students reading books that are windows into historical times and getting lived experience in terms of like indigenous residential schools, getting their perspective, different perspectives on the same event allows us to open windows for our students to view different things that they may not be familiar with. Books such as The Proudest Blue, Zero, and Thank You Mr. Fokker are great mirror books to read with our students. Number one, they allow our students to glimpse into the world experienced by others. And thank you, Mr. Fokker, you have students in your classroom having a glimpse into what it would be like to live with a learning disability. Now, for some of our students that are that do have learning disabilities, this book serves for them as a mirror. But it also allows the students who are neurotypical in our classroom to understand the perspective of somebody who is struggling through learning and understanding that it is not because they're stupid, but because their brain is wired differently and that it is not a limitation for their success because this is a story of the author herself, somebody who is a well-respected children's author, yet she couldn't read when she was in elementary school. Getting students to have a glimpse into understanding the struggles of another student with a learning disability helps them to build empathy for their classmates that might be struggling with the same thing. Zero and One, written by Katherine Atoshi, are other examples of mirror books. Even though these stories are about colors and numbers, there's a much deeper meaning beneath the surface of these books that allows our students to understand the impact of bullying on others. Now, these books don't necessarily reflect any person in our classroom, but it definitely gets them to think about how others experience bullying and how we can stand up to bullying in our own lives. And finally, The Proudest Blue exposes our students who may not be aware of why girls wear hijabs, gives them that perspective of what it is like to be a student wearing hijab. Through this story, they see the beauty of the hijab and they see a different perspective of what that means and that they don't get them to question that the hijab is not about being oppressive, but it is about embracing one's culture and respect for one's religion. And then we have prisms. Now, these are an important part of our reading. We should be choosing, as junior teachers, we should be choosing books 
that are prisms. Often. We should often be choosing books that are prisms. Books that are prisms, books that fit into the category of a prism book are books that challenge your thinking. They disrupt your understanding. They get you to question and think about the reality that you have been telling yourself. They get you to change how you view things. And it's not always the historical context. This a prism book will get you to change the way you view society and the world today. We can take a historical context and it can teach us something about today. And we can learn from that. So reading a book about residential schools with our students can get us to change our perspective about Canada and the stories we tell ourselves about who we are as Canadians from the beginning of our country to now, reading a book about residential schools or about the lived experiences and trauma that has been caused to our Indigenous people in Canada can change our perspective and understanding of the issues that they are experiencing today. We need to read these prisms. We need to have these difficult conversations. And yes, sometimes they are difficult conversations or they're conversations where we're not sure where we can walk or what we can tread on or what we should say or what we shouldn't say. We need to be okay with being a little bit uncomfortable and presenting these prisms to our students and listening to their experiences and listening to their input and ideas on these books and trusting ourselves that we can handle it. And if we are not sure, asking for support from things like our Indigenous leads within our school board, equity consultants that might be available to us, we can have them come in to help us facilitate those discussions so that we can expose our students to books that get them to change and disrupt the narratives that they tell themselves about life. Now, sometimes books can be more than one category. Sometimes books can be windows and mirrors, depending on who's consuming it. And other times, based on the realities that are happening in our students' lives, a book could become a prism because it makes us think about what is happening and challenging our ideas of what's happening right now in our classroom. Then we have prisms. Prisms challenge our thinking and disrupt what we know about our life as we know it. One of my favorite books to read for students is going to be Wonder. Wonder is a great example of a prism book because it allows our students not only to give a window into what Augie's life looks like, but it also allows students to really challenge the abilities of people that might look different. Having a physical disability is not a limitation for someone's success, and it really gets students to challenge how they understand physical disability, getting them to see life through the eyes of a character with a physical disability, allows them to see and challenge their thinking of what it means to go through this world being disabled. For too long in Canada, we have subscribed to the narrative 
that everything was hunky-dory and we were a free and accepting society. With the truth and reconciliation that has been happening and the change in our own curriculum, we know that the Canadian experience is not always sunshine and rainbows. Reading stories such as stolen words to our students allows us to shed light on a part of our history that is often overlooked and has been brushed under the rug for far too long. Reading a book about how language was stolen from Indigenous people is a key to getting students to disrupt their thinking of the history of Canada and understand that it was different for different groups of people in this country. Getting them to gather a perspective on how we can address these aspects of our history and what we can do now to learn more and make it better is important that we address these issues in our classrooms. There are so many other amazing mirrors, windows, and prisms books that you can find, but it is important that we are not shying away from using these books. Yes, they can be sometimes more difficult and they can be challenging, but the discussion that they can lead to is invaluable for our students. It is our job to get our students to think. It is our job to present an unbiased and unprejudiced reality and viewpoint of the world. By examining our own bias and prejudice and beginning to see the world or attempting to see the world through the eyes of our students and making sure that the books and texts we read not only reflect the dominant culture, but reflect all cultures and experiences for our students to not only see themselves represented in the books that is being used in the classroom, but also to get glimpses into other perspectives and experiences, as well as to disrupt some narratives that need disrupting. So it's my hope that you have taken these three concepts and you are thinking about ways that you can apply the texts that you choose in your own classroom, that you can choose mirrors, windows, or prism books as the texts that you're using when you're reading to your class. If you'd like more examples of different mirror, window, and prism books, you can find those on the Ignited Literacy book lists at www.ml-go.com forward slash IL booklist. Thank you for listening to the Teaching with Inquiry Live podcast replay. You can find the links, resources, and more information from today's episode at www.teachingwithinquiry.com. Don't forget, you can always catch this show live on Facebook every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Madly Learning Facebook page. See you next week for another replay episode of Teaching with Inquiry Live.